<laughs> Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 372, Gore Orgasmageddon. My name is Eric. I'm Jason. Howdy. Hey. I did not mention creators because there are too many dimensions. There's a lot. Yeah. Just on the cover alone. Yeah, there's like seven on the first cover. And I know there's different ones in each issue. Yep. So, yeah, there's a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people involved in making this pie of gore. <laughs> this pie of gore? Yep. This this comic book pie. Yeah. This casserole. <laughs> You're a casserole. So, um, <laughs> I was trying to... No. Okay. Terrible. Asserol? I don't know. No. Uh, Asserol. Uh, so, so which one is the yeah. guy that's not in gore? Asserol? <laughs> Matt McGuire or <clears throat> Matt Miner? Which one is it? Matt Miner is not in gore. Okay. Yes. Matt McGuire uh, is a uh, a slave. Yeah. And he also is Cyborg Destructo. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Which brings us to this book we're going to talk about. Yeah. Because yeah. Cyborg Destructo is a very large part of this comic, which feels weird once you know that information. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because you think he was, like, writing himself in yeah, the part. Yeah. Well, you know, most of the Guar stuff I've read, though, each guy that does their own story does kind of, like, make them... Okay. They're, they're featured pretty heavily. Like, uh, sure. Like when sure. Dave Rocky did some of them, Otis was the star of the ones he did. Well, Odor should always be he the star. He should though. always be the star. <laughs> You're right. You're not wrong. <clears throat> uh, but so, before we talk about the book, though, wh- yeah. what is the deal with the other guy, Matt? Uh, Matt Ma- Miner? Miner? He's a comic book writer. Yeah. Okay. I've never heard of the him. The end. I've never heard of him. <laughs> I don't know. He's, he's written other comics. I have those. no idea. Yeah, okay. I'll look it up. Okay. Vamp. Vamp? Yeah. Um, Build time. Oh, okay. I thought you wanted me to talk about a Grace Jones vampire movie. We've already done that on this show. <laughs> Sadly. You know what, though? <laughs> I, I saw Grace Jones on, I want to say it was... A View to a Kill? J- no, Jimmy Kimmel's show last week. And she looks the same exact age as she did in the, you know what? In the 80s. Black she don't crack. I, <laughs> I thought she was... Also, made, she could be a vampire. She could be a vampire, yeah. <laughs> I still think she's beautiful. <laughs> uh, okay, so Matt McGuire, or Matt Miner, has written a comic called Critical Hit, Gorgasmageddon, Liberator, Liberator slash Earth Crisis, Occupy Comics, Toe Tag Riot, and uh, Vertigo Quarterly CMYK. Oh, okay. So he's, he's done a few things. He's done a few things. Yeah. And cool. uh, most of those all came out uh, before Guara's Orgasm again. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was just curious because uh, I yeah. was not familiar with this man. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. So there you go. That's cool. that's his credits. All right. Well, yeah. Guar, do you people listening, I would imagine you know who Guar is. Uh, just from listening to us. Yeah. I feel like it comes up every couple of episodes that, sure. that we enjoy a Guar. Yeah. Yeah, Guar is a band. Sure. But there's so much more than that. Yeah. yeah. Um, They're an experience. They are an experience. Of which I've never fully experienced. Oh, really? Because I've, I've never been to a Guar show. 
Most likely, never will. You gotta rectify that at some point. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how therapy goes for me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there'll be a field trip for, uh, your therapist will take all of her clients to a board ship. That'd be awesome. <laughs> like, you're all cured. Get into the, get into this giant, uh, cunt-shaped worm that's spewing blood everywhere. Everyone has new phobias when they leave. <laughs> oh, man. It's okay to say cunt on a show about choir, by the way. Uh, it's okay to say cunt anywhere. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Probably not anywhere. Why not? <laughs> there might be some places it's frowned upon. Eh, you know, that's, that's when you face your consequences for having free speech. Well, that's true. Okay. You're allowed to say anything that you want, just sometimes you have to pay for that. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I, I, As for me, I'll say cunt whenever and wherever I want. <laughs> that's what I like about you. Yeah. Well, cunty, cunty, cunt. Cunty, cunty, cunty. Um, Guarum Orgasmageddon. Yes. So, so, yes, Squar's a band. Uh, you have seen them numerous times. Oh, yeah. My How first, many? my first concert ever. Uh, I think I've seen them six times, I believe. I had a ticket to see them a seventh time that I didn't end up going to, but, mm. yeah, six times. But yeah, you're you're about to say they were your first concert My ever. Very first concert. When I was that 14. is a, a hell of a first concert. I know, right? That like, is far more impressive than most people's first concerts. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And and like seeing live music, I was like watching Guar's thing, and I was like, oh, okay, so this is what live music is like. <laughs> that that is a high standard, <laughs> right? That that is very disappointing when you next go see to see Queen's Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, like even if someone has. Air quotes a stage show, <laughs> like it's it's not like Guar's stage show. No, yeah. yeah. Even like, well, you know, definitely wasn't my first concert, but one of my first concerts was like White Zombie, yeah. and they they have a stage show. Sure, yeah. It, it is still not, you know, from from videos I've seen, not comparable. Right. You yeah. know, yeah. like it's close. You're like, like hey, it's like cool. Good try, there. Rob. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. There's. There's a lot of people that have really cool imagery and things and sure. like maybe video screens or whatever, but Gore's, Gore's concerts, it's almost like the stage show is at least equal to the music as far as what you go to see. Right. Like, like it's, there's so much going on there. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, you know, if, if you've been a long time fan of Gore, you also know that, you know, it's not, all just about the the shock and the imagery, like they are talented musicians as well. Oh yeah, you know, they they're definitely good at what they do. They just have that extra layer of just what the fuck is happening, like on top of it. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's an it's a fun time. Yeah. So safe to say, you and I both uh, like Guar. Yeah. 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 Um. So so uh, when when they announced this comic. You know, me being a fan of Guar said, yes, I'll buy that. And uh, here we are now. And, Timeline and, complete. And I did not buy this comic because as much as I love Guar, <clears throat> I haven't really paid attention to what they've done in the last, I don't know, 10 years. Because sure. the last couple albums I listened to by them, the newest two that I've heard, I thought were very disappointing. Yeah. So I've just kind of like, like, I still listen to their old stuff. Often, right? Maybe not weekly, but you know, yeah. often. And like the first four albums, I I really like, but 
I don't know much about what they've done in the last few years. So for me, uh, I've I've listened to all their albums, and uh, there's definitely, I think, like around 1997 or so, where like they kind of just stopped being good albums. Yeah. Like like again, clearly they are good at what they are doing. It's just that at that point, what they decided to do musically, uh, kind of is boring. Yeah. Like, like they basically, like the first couple albums, like they were weird and experimental and crazy and like they were metal, but they were also, you know, like, you know, a song would just have like a ska riff in the middle of it (laughs) or, you know, like just comedy bits. Yeah. There's like a game show song. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then like after that. Like, like they hit a point where, like, the the albums were just straight up metal. Yeah. And to me, like, I like metal, but I like my metal with a little extra. And so just straight ahead, grindy, you know, chugga, chugga, chugga guitars is not exactly exciting to me. Um, Unless someone is incredibly good at it. Like, Max Cavalera with Cavalera Conspiracy is like that. Yeah. Uh, But he's exceptional i i agree yeah. i agree with all of that yeah yeah and that's exactly what it was when i heard i think it was we kill everything that was the first one i was like eh, yeah, I, just yeah. Don't, I don't like this but <clears throat> but uh man yeah america must be destroyed scum dogs of the universe hello yeah. even this toilet earth to a point I, yeah. I think are all just awesome yeah uh, i agree um but you know so yeah so musically you know, I've listened to it. I haven't completely enjoyed it. There's like a couple of songs that are like, okay, this is cool, but you know, uh, for the most part, their their sort of antics are more of what I've been a fan of. Yeah, like like them just oh like, yeah peering in places exactly. And, then... and and that's something like in the last ten years, every time I see them on something or doing something, right? I'm like, this is amazing, right? And I just <laughs> wish that I was as into their music, right? Still, but. Um, but yeah, but luckily for me, um, this series has a lot of at least characters and nods to the early albums. Right. Um, <clears throat> so, so I thought it was pretty fun. Yeah. This is, so, so when I picked this book, I, I said this may possibly be a terrible comic. Yeah. Um, and it kind of is, but in the best way possible. I, I wouldn't say it's terrible. I, I would say I, it's dumb fun. It, it is probably the second most dumb comic I've ever read. <laughs> oh, wow. What's the first? I, I don't know. Yeah. I just don't like to qualify it as, as the most. The first, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's incredibly dumb. It is super fun. Uh, there's no point to it whatsoever. Yeah. Right. It's, just <laughs> a, it's like a romp. Yeah. Like, just like insanity. and So throughout reading this... The one thing that I kept thinking of over and over again is another book that we've reviewed, which is Bebop and Rocksteady Destroy Everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that. It is totally right. Pretty much the exact same plot. You're not wrong. (laughs) Yeah. There's even, like, like double-page spreads of Guard, like, traveling through Through time time and just fucking things up. Yeah, right? (laughs) And that is... Pretty much the entire plot of Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, I didn't think about that. You're right. But with a lot more cursing and uh, gore and sexual innuendo and just other random gross shit. 
Yeah. So, and, kind of the perfect gore comic. It, yeah, exactly. Like, I honestly, like, because we were talking about earlier, you know, they, <clears throat> they've kind of become, at least in their musical output, more serious. Yeah. So, I was kind of worried that this would be a little more of that. Right. But, no, it is, like, it. it is, like... At times, like Three Stooges style comedy, oh, and yeah, just like yeah. ridiculous, over the top, like nerdiness and jokes. And yeah. So at least in this, yeah, it's it's not taken too seriously. Which, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sure Matt Miner is is a fine writer. Uh, and probably would have done all this himself. But you have to also wonder, you know, like having a member of Gore, like uh, of sorts. You know, like being there, like co-writing it with him, like, you know, to sort of make sure that the tone is right, I yeah, guess. Right. I mean, and again, I'm sure he probably, you and I could probably write an, an, an okay gore comic. I think so. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, you know, yeah, having, you know, someone in gore, like, you know, guiding it is probably super yeah. helpful. Right. Yeah, For sure. D- despite my reservations that, you know, he... Kept putting himself into the main plot, <laughs> but but I mean he's it's not like he he's not even in like every page or anything. no yeah like, not at all like, yeah, he, yeah. like it, it's a pretty, he's a pretty cool villain yeah 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 and that's one thing I like about Gore too is they have all these characters in their like you know universe but they're always evolving like it's never just the same character like like the actual members of Gore change sure and, and evolve and sort of their villains and you know their reasons for being and and. Yeah. And I do love that, that it's not just like the static, like stale thing. Um, their characters are ever, ever changing. Right. And yeah, like sometimes, uh, like when, you know, band members leave or sadly die, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, they're either, the characters are either stay the same, but like the person, you know, wearing that costume, like, you know, is different or, or, you know, they bring on a new person to sort of become a new character. I, I like that, too. Like, I, I do, as well. Yeah. I like, I mean, I know, like, Beefcake is still a character, even though it's not the same guy that's been, like, six different yeah. dudes. Yeah. But, I, but, but, like, the original Beefcake is now... The singer. The, the, the new lead singer, yeah, Blothar. But I do, I do like it when they retire characters after, after, um, the, the actors or musicians die. Right. And, uh, and I like to see how they, they write it into their, their, you know, canon, or right? Sorts, yeah. Because that that is like a major part of the this this storyline is they talk about because they got played Odorous Urungus, the the longest you know standing member of Gore died a couple like three or four years ago, about four years ago, yeah. and uh, and so they like address like how he, that character died in this book, and, right? And it's like fun, and it's like you can tell it's a tribute because yeah. there's even a point where he shows up in this weird alternate timeline and one of them's like i miss you man yeah and when i read that i was like oh yeah i yeah, do too it was pretty sweet but but at the same time it it never gets sappy it's just uh, oh like, yeah yeah crude and funny and weird yeah and, and you know and i'm sure like you know the the individual musicians and then actors and whatever you know in guar probably had their own you know time of mourning but you know like it's cool that they went ahead and you know decided to pay tribute to him but right completely and not in a, in a sappy way yeah, yeah exactly like for fans i think like i know they even like they actually had a uh like a funeral for him yeah but <clears throat> you know like i didn't go to that sure because you know i thought about it right. honestly but um 
but yeah, it was cool to see you know have something like that for yeah. fans, like just a, like a little a little thing like that. Yeah. They, they they had a uh, a Viking funeral for Odorous. Yeah, yeah. You know, with the fire and everything. Yep, it's pretty amazing. That is pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh. So the. Uh, oh, but so the story. Yeah. It, Such as is there's there's not much of a story. It's just yeah. reasons for the Gore to wreak havoc. It's it's kind of sure. like yeah. it's kind of like a debaucherous Forrest Gump a little bit. <laughs> where where they're put in I think Forrest Gump was pretty debaucherous well, yeah, on its own. That's yeah. true. But yeah, Guar finds himself in many situations that you know are part of our actual history. Right. And you find out that they're the ones that did all these things. Like they sank the Titanic and right. they, they killed Kurt Cobain, <laughs> which was amazing. <laughs> um Yeah. So when I got to the Kurt Cobain part, like there, there was a small part of me that was like, "Yeah, this is it's kind of wrong, not cool." Yeah, <laughs> right. But then I remembered I was reading a Gore comic, yeah, exactly, and said, "Oh wait, never mind." Yeah, exactly. This is totally on board with it, with what Gore does. Yeah, exactly. It's like when you watch South Park. If there's one thing that you actually hold really dear and true and your deep in your soul, right, and they make fun of that too, you can't really get pissed off because they make. They make fun of everything. Right. Like, nothing is, is sacred. And, uh, yeah, I, I really like Kurt Cobain and his music, and I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, here, yeah. Cause he's, like, he's, like, gone straight, and he's not buying heroin anymore, and they get mad, and they just shoot him with a shotgun. <laughs> yep. Uh, it actually sort of reminds me, uh, I remember when, because I believe this started as a Kickstarter, and, uh... Either that, or it was an article announcing like that IDW was uh, publishing it. It is IDW, right? Uh, Dynamite. Dynamite. Sorry, close. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, hope Gore doesn't get me for that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there was an article announcing this book either on the the Kickstarter or that Dynamite was publishing it, and uh, it also coincided with uh, uh, election day, I believe. Oh, okay. Uh, and then that. Uh, they had uh, put up a video on uh, the AV Club of them uh, doing a cover of uh, ACDC's uh, "If You Want Blood," yeah, okay. and uh, you know you, they've done like five or six of the AV undercover, you know, uh, you know, cover song things, and they always have their weird twist with it, right? But usually they never do uh, like their stage show sort of thing with it. Oh yeah, like it's usually just them playing, you know, and like in their feet ridiculous costumes in a tiny studio uh but this was one where they actually had like you know stuff and and effects going on where they had uh like hillary clinton and donald trump fighting each other and just like ripping each other's faces (laughs) off and blood splattering everywhere and uh so folks never read the comments oh but sure in the comments you know, like, people were just like, you know, fuck, you know, why does everybody gotta, like, be all up against Trump? I bet if, you know, they've done, like, you know, like, Hillary getting her head ripped off and, you know, or, or Obama and someone, like, linked to, like, videos of them, like, destroying all, destroying all of those people. Yeah. They're just playing, like, it's Guar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're not politically aligned. No, yeah. not really. Yeah. They're just against it all. Exactly. That's funny. And Hillary was in that same video, right? Yeah. With, with yep. yeah. So people are just great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, people are wonderful. Yeah. 
I think it was like they didn't even bother. It was because like the still frame of the video was like you know the Donald Trump robot or whatever. Right. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get into that whole no, lot. No, no, no. <laughs> but, but, uh, so that was something that you brought up, though. Like, I was unclear, but I know this did start as a Kickstarter, and I kind of wondered if there was some sort of shadiness, because I know it was like, donate $10 for the Kickstarter, and you got a copy of the first issue of the comic. Sure. I think it was a different cover, mm-hmm. but... I thought it was kind of, I don't know, crappy that all you got was a $4 comic that ended up being published at, you know, right. and sold at comic shops for donating $10. I mean, you know, I can't speak to that at all, like, because I saw the Kickstarter and then I was just like, I'm sure somebody will publish this eventually. Yeah. So, like, I just didn't donate to it at all. I mean, it probably was other things that they got. Um, Sure, I don't know. I don't know anybody who donated. I I want to say I looked at it and it was and I, the way I read it was all you got was the right. variant cover comic, which I understand some variant covers are worth hundreds of dollars. Sure, but at the same time, I was just like, I don't know. Seems like you should get I mean, something else. I've, I've definitely seen and even supported a few Kickstarters, like uh, where you know, like. They do have a publishing plan installed, you know, but what you're getting is sort of like an advanced copy. Yeah. Which I maybe mean, that's what it was too. Could be. Uh, but also I've never done for like just like a single issue of a comic. Yeah. I've, I've only supported for like full graphic novels right. or art books or, like or a whatever. package deal or something. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't know as much about it, so I can't really say, but that was the only thing about this entire, you know, comic series that I, I Thought was a little strange right. or sketchy, but yeah, I don't, I don't know any of the details about it. I just, like I said, I saw the Kickstarter. And I was like, yeah, hey, somebody will get this eventually, and then somebody did, and so that's when I bought it. Yeah, and and I, th- I think it turned out great. And, yeah, yeah and it's, it's it's a ton of fun, and the premises, you know, they they keep going, you know, through timelines or like whatever, and um, different artists draw um, the different scenarios or yeah. timelines. And they do it in such a good way where um, it's not jarring or unsettling when the artist changes because the characters actually comment on of it. it. Yeah, yeah, they're like, why do I look so weird in this dimension or this time? <laughs> and I, I love that. Like, yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't like as much when they, like, there was one time when one of them said something about, on you only have two pages to do this or whatever. Like, yeah. Like, I don't like that kind of stuff, but I like it whenever they make reference to, you know, they poke fun at the fact that you know, different artists are going. There's definitely a fine line when you start breaking the fourth wall of like how far to go with it. Yeah. And I think definitely like pointing out, you know, like page counts is, yeah. is one of those things right. that's too far. But like noticing like, you know, that your boobs are bigger in like one time yeah. than another, you know, that's this is, yeah, that's, that's fun. Yeah. yeah. I like in one of the comics I've written and drawn, I actually did that same joke once about, a page count, and I've regretted it ever since because I hate <laughs> it's something I hate. But I was just like, oh, that somebody might find that funny. But then the more I thought, of it, I was like, you know, but I don't find that funny. So what, why did I put it in there? What wasn't that your uh, the premise of your uh, uh, lost ending to uh, Defenders of the Planets number one? <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> 
I didn't actually make reference to pages, in that, but but no, I yeah, it was like in a Veggie Dark Saturn comic. I said something about this happened, you know, uh, ten pages ago. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and like I, I've always been like, why did I put that in there? I hate that character. Like I said, there's a fine line when you're breaking the fourth wall, and I think when it comes to winking at the audience, yeah, it, it's a bit much. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, the, I mean, yeah, there's kind of a plot. There's, like, a villain, like a main villain. Mr. Who, Perfect. Mr. Perfect, yeah. Which is also a, a wrestler. Okay. A WWF wrestler from, like, my teenage years. Yeah. I don't think it's based on him. Okay. I, all, all I know is Perfect Tommy from uh, Buckaroo Banzai. Oh. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he, he's apparently a, a villain who exists across all time and space. Which is pretty cool. And he is uh, basically going around destroying things to absorb the, their qualities into his own uh, DNA. And uh, it's revealed that he's the one who uh, killed Odorous. Yeah. Our hero. Yeah. And so Gwar uh, seeks revenge. As well as should, because Odorous was the coolest Gwar member. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> seriously, like. I think that character and the guy that played him added so much. Of Dave the, Brocky. Of the, yeah, of the humor <laughs> that, like, he really gave it, he injected a lot. In oh, that. yeah. I mean, yeah, he's clearly the the uh, the, the major force behind Guar and, yeah. and, like, what they've done, like, their entire careers right. is all because of him, yeah. Uh, and, and so... It's nice, like, well, like, when he died, you know, there was definitely sort of, like, well, what's going to happen to, to Gwar, yeah. you know, like, how how are they going to continue without him? Right. Exactly. And it's basically, they're just picking up the baton from where he left off. Yeah. And just, you know, still running with it, but just without him. But it's good that they also acknowledge, Oh yeah. you know, like, all that he is. It's kind of perfectly, did. it's kind of perfectly done. I mean, like. I was very skeptical that they could be um, interested and entertaining without him. Right. Because um, as, as talented as they are, I felt like he was a giant portion of what made Guar Guar. Yeah. And to Gwar-Gwar? see <laughs> And to see that, the, yeah, like, like they, just like you said, they ran with it. Um, I'm impressed that what they do is, is as good as it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so, uh, but yeah, a whole bunch of, uh, members of Guar show up, uh, you know, the, the main current band as it is, uh, but then we get some, some characters from the past as well, like, uh, Slamenstra Hyman. Oh, I love her. Yeah, she's great. Uh, the other girl, uh, Estragina, <laughs> I, uh, I enjoyed her character in this, but don't know if I know of her like as an actual member of Guar or, or th- like part of the Guar storyline. I think I've seen pictures, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know if she's an actual band member. If she's kind of just like part of the stage show or right. something. But I, I haven't seen them live since before all the new members. Sure. Um, uh, but I mean, 
part of her story seems to be uh, there, there are backup stories in every issue, folks. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. Like uh, so so you get the main story, and then there's at least two or three backup stories throughout. And some cool pinup art and, and some, fans. Some cool pinup art and fan art and. Uh, but like one of the backup stories, the continuing one is, uh, the, the slave pit follies. Yeah. And, uh, uh, it seems as if, uh, Estragina and, uh, Slamenstra are, are sort of the rulers of the slave pit. And, uh, you know, they're, they're the ones who keep the slaves all in line and, and, uh, force them to do what they do. Somebody's got. Well, sure. And the backup artists are great. Like there's one I've never heard of. Scott Wing, Wing, Wingman or Wingman or something. Uh, Is it the one in the first issue? Wigman, yeah. Yeah. I really like that. That was probably my favorite of the Slave Pit storylines art. Yeah, it's uh, it's very different. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of uh, sort of like David Rubin while he's tripping on acid or something. I don't know. I don't know who David Rubin is. <laughs> it is like um, Ether and He's done some, I don't know, okay. Dark Horse books, but, um, and then the, the, oh, oh, oh God, <laughs> oh shit, all over me, all over my comics. Oh, uh, see, it's like, you're no at a, long, it's like you're at a gore show. You, you get no sprayed by liquids. And also, don't they warn people that they're in the spray zone? <laughs> no, I've never, I was never warned. <laughs> but they, Maybe uh, I'm thinking of Gallagher. <laughs> Yeah, you've been to a lot of Gallagher. I have. Uh, but who is it? Bob Gorman did one of those stories. He did the Zipper Big, Zipper yeah. Big story. The uh, yeah, there's uh, X Cops uh, backup stories in like the first two or three issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, I think it's Bob Gorman drew those. And I was, and he's been doing Guar comics for a long time because they've they've published a lot of comics, um, slave. Slave Pit Funnies and whatever. Right. Um, so this is not they the first Guar comic. It is definitely not. Uh, but uh, good luck finding any of the old ones. Yeah, they're they pretty, are pricey. Yeah, they're hard to find. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've got a couple of them. <coughs> I know you do. I bought them from Guar when I was a teenager. And now I'm in my 40s. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. I guess yeah, technically you're in your 40s. Yeah. yeah. I know. I, I'm yeah. no longer 40. Yeah. Um, and there's this, I was super excited when I saw there's a Hunter Jackson comic yeah. in the back of one of them. And I was like, oh my God, he's doing more comics. But it, it was like an older an old one, like yeah. just recolored. But it was still cool. Yeah. But he he's the guy that played Techno Destructo, for those of you who don't know. And his art is like, I think my favorite Guar art ever. Yeah. Um, although I did really love um, Dave Brocky's art and I like Chuck Varga's art, the guy that plays the Executioner. Yeah. His stuff reminds me a lot of um, S. Clay Wilson, who did a lot of Zap comics stuff, okay. like the really yeah. perverse stuff. I mean, a lot of those, I guess, were really perverse, but yeah. I think S. Clay Wilson's were the most perverse out of all the Zap comics. I think Chuck Varga has a story in one of these. Yeah. I can't like remember. It's like a two-page story, yeah. uh, Sexecutioner style. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yes, Executioner shows up, uh, throughout the story, uh, Sleazy P. Martini in various incarnations. And he drew one of the backup stories, too. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. The one that stars himself. Okay, uh, sure, sure. So, yeah, they usually all do it, like, yeah, Chuck Varga drew this Executioner. Yeah. Um, and I loved, uh, I think Tom Neely drew some of this. Yep. His... Tom Neely is great. Oh, my God. He's anyway. a, he'd be a great Guar artist. Yeah. 
He should uh, start playing bass on the board. Sure. Yeah. I mean, but if you so he should probably like stop, uh, you know, doing the Henry and Glenn comics and uh, you know, just just get involved with a real rock band. And that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he could do a spinoff, Odorous and uh, Glenn forever. <laughs> I would absolutely read that. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, Tom Neely actually, not to always bring it back to the Melvins, but Tom <laughs> Neely drew a, a comic based on a Melvins album once. Oh, yeah. Um, which I think it was just like inspired by it because I don't think it, I don't think it actually like told any sort of story relating to the right. album. It was just kind of like him going off on being inspired by it. Or right, whatever. right. You've you've done that a few times yourself. Yeah, yeah. not for Melvins. Not for the Melvins, but, but yeah. for other bands. I actually really love that. Like, I don't like so much reading comics based on a song where like everything is the exact lyrics of the song with right. just pictures drawn to it. I don't like that. But I like when people take the song and just adapt it into a story. Right. I I think that's really interesting. But um, yeah, I've I've read them before where. So it's you were just, not a fan of the Chaos Megadeth comic? <laughs> Is it just like word for word? I songs? think so. Yeah. 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 Hey, I don't like that because to me, if you're going to adapt it into a comic, you don't. You shouldn't just illustrate the lyrics. You should. Right. You make should a comic. make a story out of yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Because sometimes songs tell stories. Sure. And then I don't know. It'd be like if I don't know. It's just strange to me if you would adapt it to another art form and you would keep everything about the other one. Right. It's just really weird. But yeah, um, but yeah. So, music and comics can intertwine they can really be, well, like uh, in this series. Yeah, <clears throat> and it does kind of like you kind of gave me a sort of a spoiler at yes. Mavericks. You're like, you're like when you handed me the books, you're like, well, uh, <clears throat> I guess that's something about finishing up the story. You're like right. I don't know if you will or not, but yeah, it's, yeah. it says to be continued in their next album. I was kind of like, oh no, right, but. It's done in such a way that it's... It's fine. Yeah, it's all right. So, that said, did you happen to listen to the newest album? No, I have not. After reading this, I decided to do so. And... It may be their best album that they've put out since the mid-90s. Really? Yeah. I'm excited to hear that. What's it called? Is it called Orgasm Again? Uh, no, it's called uh, uh, Blood of Gods or something like that. Uh, I oh, I might say it in the... Probably, <clears throat> I would assume. I know that there's an ad for it, for sure. It's got a Simon Bisley cover on the, the really? album. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's cool. Uh, Simon Bisley is awesome. And it's awesome when he does album covers. <laughs> and he probably should have had, like, maybe a pinup in this book, because he's Simon Bisley, and that's uh, fucking great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, The Blood of Gods is, uh, the name of the album, it came out in October 2017, okay. and, uh, it's definitely kind of a return to, to some of the old, uh, gore stuff, where, like, it's not just straight up metal. Really? Like, like, there, there are, like, I believe there is literally a ska song on the album, uh, nice. Okay. And, and, you know, like it's, it's everything from like straight up metal to, to, you know, just, just hearty rock and roll. Uh, like it's, it's a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to give it a listen. And, and apparently the concept of it is, you know, taking place, uh, immediately after the end of this com- comic where, uh, 
human humanity has declared uh, war on Guar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> well, that's exciting. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually excited to hear that there might be a, a new arm I'd like to hear. Yeah, I, I would. I I mean, I don't want to build it up, you know, because cause I don't want you to, like, come back and say, well, fuck you for, <laughs> you know, that piece of shit. But I, I think you would enjoy it more okay. than, than any of their newer yeah. stuff. Uh, or prior to yeah. that. Uh, it's, it's also their first album without Odorous. Uh, but, but there is a tribute on it called Fuck This Place. So, no. you know. <laughs> nice. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Saguar. Orgasmageddon. Yeah. Um, pretty fun. It is super fun. Um, it helps if you're familiar with Guar. Yes. Because there's, there's some references and things, but. I was about to, like, you know, kind of think, like, is, is this worth recommending to people who don't really know Guar? I think as long as you're into, like, kind of, like, kind of gross and weird and. Uh, comedy, satirical yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, but it, and, I mean, and don't like, care that there's not a story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you if you just like fun comics, right. yeah. Uh, and, and I'll go back to what I said earlier. Uh, if if you read at all the Bebop and Rocksteady destroy everything comic, mm-hmm. it is a lot like that, but more blood, more semen. Yeah, <laughs> hey, right. He's not talking about uh, Marines. Nope, nope. There, there might be some with the Titanic scene. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but I mean, you know, it's 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 alien monsters riding around in a rocket ship shaped like a giant dick. Yeah, and just destroying the world, right, piece by piece. Yeah, <laughs> like Slayer eats pizza. That's it's. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> But yeah, I'm glad you picked it because I, like I said, I, as much as I do love them and they ha- have a, you know, forever have a spot in my heart. Sure. Um, I just kind of wrote off anything they were kind of currently doing, um, and I probably wouldn't have read it just because I, I didn't think it would be up my alley. But right. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I honestly like it better than some of the older Guar comics I've read because I've I've read most of the older ones and some of them are great and then some of them are just kind of. Like, Hard to read, right? Um, but I like I like this better than, than than I thought I would. Well, I'm glad, and also shame on you for writing off Guar entirely. I didn't write them off entirely. Like I said, I still listen to them. <laughs> I just didn't think they were currently doing anything I would really care about. Like I said, I, I would uh, definitely give the uh, the new album a listen. I think there's aspects of it for sure that I think you might enjoy more than you know some of the more recent stuff. Sweet. Uh and then like like I said earlier, you know, uh definitely like some of their video and and online antics are, are you know still oh, yeah. pretty enjoyable, you know, uh, as far as you know what Guar essentially is. Sure. Uh, but yeah, if, if you're not offended by anything, uh, by all means, you know, check out <laughs> right. most core stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of videos out there. Oh yeah. They've yeah. had a couple movies. They've had yep. like a dozen albums. And... I mean, it's, it's weird to say this cause, you know, I mean like growing up, you know, like. Like, I mean, I came to Gore late in life, you know, such as it is, but like growing up, like I still remember them from being like on, you know, Sally, Jesse, Raphael, oh, yeah. and, you know, Beavis and Butthead. yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and you know, there is sort of that weird, 
reputation, I guess, uh, of what gore is, and, and you just think it's just mindless, you know, gore and, and gross shit and, you know, stupid metal. But But they are a lot more than that, and they're a lot more fun. Oh my gosh, I know, like, every time they've appeared on, especially in the 90s when they weren't as, you know, well-known. Right. Like, anytime they would appear on a show, they it came from this place where people thought they were, like, just super serious. And, right. Like, and, like, idiots. And Guar always just turned it into, like, a Marx Brothers routine. Right, right. Like, a really violent, sexy, uh, creepy <laughs> Marx Brothers routine. Yeah. But not, not creepy, but, like, over-the-top funny. And right, like, right. Um, but, yeah, there were so often I'd see them appear and like, these are people who, like, did the research to invite them onto their show, and they still had zero clue what was going to happen. That they were comedy. Right, yeah. yeah. That's uh, so weird. It did take a weird turn, I think, in the mid-2000s or so, uh, where Odorous became sort of a correspondent on a Fox <laughs> News channel. Or a uh, Fox News uh, show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, you know... The show itself was supposed to be, you know, more light than, than, you know, what you would expect from Fox News, but, you know, it's still weird to think that he was there willingly yeah. and then doing what he does. Right. Uh, but everybody, like, you know, always took it with a, a weird grain of salt. Yeah. You know? Uh, but it's definitely one of those things I feel like, like, once you get into Guar and, and realize what they are, like, it's one of those things that just kind of, puts its hooks into you and, like, doesn't let you go. Right. Because, like, even, like, my boss, who, you know, is sort of, you know, super conservative and, you know, uh, you know, very, uh, you know, I mean, I guess super conservative is pretty much just the best way to sum them up. Right. But, you know, he likes Guar. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they it is it's so cartoonish. It's it's like if if you get it, you can't really be offended by, right, yeah. by anything they do, even though they they do things that are arguably fucking offensive. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the way they handle is just so goofy and over the top that you can't take it seriously. Right. Uh, you know, I, I, yeah. Again, don't read the comments, folks. But uh. You know, like, there, there's something I saw recently about Gwar and, like, the immediate comments was, like, you know, it's like, oh, I thought Gwar was supposed to be all apolitical, but, you know, I guess it's okay for them to just, you know, piss all over Trump, you know. It's like, they, they do it for every president. Yeah. They do it for yeah. every regime. Yeah, literally every I president mean, since the late 80s. First of all, you know, pissing all over Trump is what he likes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're and, just offering him his service there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe he deserves it more than the others. Uh, but, you know, Gore doesn't uh, discriminate. Right. You know, everybody is fucked and, and uh, deserves to be destroyed. Yeah. Which is which is awesome. Yeah. I love that about them. Yeah. So, Gore, Orgasmageddon. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. You, you gonna you gonna get you a copy of this for yourself? or? You, you... I doubt it. I, I mean, know. like I said, like, I don't even... I sold most of my older Gore comics, like, when I purged my collection. Sure. Because I, I read them a couple times. <clears throat> Did you make, like, five bucks, ten I, bucks? I sold... <laughs> I sold my Skullhead face comic for like fifty bucks. Wow. Cool. That's that's as much as you sold Walking Dead number one for. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, if I had to keep one of those, it would be the Skullhead face comic. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's a better comic. Why why would you purge that? 
Oh, I sold so many of my comics. Like, I sold... I know you did, but but why the gore ones? I, I don't know. I mean, I think anytime I looked through my collection, I realized I had something for, like, 20 years and I haven't reread it. Right. I was like, eh, I probably don't need it anymore. So... And we had a guy that was shopping at my work who was super excited about gore stuff. And um, he was, like, younger than me, and he was really into gore. So I sold some of them there. And then the, the Skullhead face one was worth a lot. So I sold, sold that for, like, 50 bucks. Got to spread the gore, love. Yeah, I guess so. It's better in that kid's hands than rotting in a box in my basement. No, it's rotting in a box in his basement. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll pass it along after 20 years. Yeah, so. Hopefully. All right. Take a break? Sure. Your socks, they smell. Your feet, they stink. You never take a bath Your nose it runs You bust your buns You always finish last Sick, 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 sick I'm so sick, I'm sick of you Sick, sick, sick Sick, I'm so sick, I'm sick of you Your face is gross You eat white toast You don't know what to do And just your luck You really suck that's all I'm sick of you Sick, 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 sick I'm so sick, I'm sick of you Sick, 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 sick The things you say, the things you do Sick, sick, sick Sick, I'm so sick, I'm sick of you Sick, 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 sick I'm so sick, I'm sick of you Hi, welcome back to the podcast <laughs> Do you want to retake that? No Okay, I just I forget what we were called <laughs> It's gutter <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? I'm. I'm doing well. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. Uh. Yeah. What, what's happening? Oh. Uh, oh. 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 Hey, this is kind of appropriate since we just talked about Guar. All right. So, I, I had something happen recently. Okay. Um. So, on Wednesdays, my wife and I go to meditation. Sure. And so, uh, we work up an appetite, just sitting there zoning out sure. for half an hour. Right. <clears throat> so afterwards, on Wednesday, we went to Ruby Tuesdays. Have you ever been to Ruby Tuesdays? Uh, yes. I think they have the best salad bar I've ever seen in my life. They have a big salad bar. And, and it's diverse, too. Yeah, right. I mean, there's like hummus in there. There's beets and wasabi peas. They do it up. There. So, we went in. To the Ruby Tuesday, and we sat down, and uh, I'd been kind of like, like at the at the uh, 
yoga thing, my stomach was kind of like making weird noises and churning. And I was like, it really disrupted everyone around you. <laughs> it kind of was probably. <laughs> and so we, we sat down and I was like, Hey, can you just order the salad bar? So I'm going to get the salad bar. I gotta, I gotta go to the bathroom. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> oh, if you don't like it now, <laughs> you're just gonna love it later. <laughs> so I go to the bathroom and the Ruby Tuesday bathroom, if you've ever been there, there's, it's one of those, you know, multi-people sure. restrooms, uh-huh. but it's just one stall and one urinal. Sure. So it's not big. Right. But it's not meant for just you. Right, right. <laughs> Which, I wish it would have been. Sure, sure. So, anyway, spoiler alert. <clears throat> so I go in and there's nobody in there. I'm like, okay, cool, because I, I think I'm gonna have like a massive dump here. Sure. And so I go into the stall and I'm doing my thing. It's I'm just shitting my brains out, <clears throat> and and I'm like, ah, this is great, because one of my superpowers is I can shit anywhere. Like I've never seen a toilet that I'm too scared to shit in. Sure. So, so I, I'm, sh- I'm shitting along there and, and I'm done. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. And I reach over to the like toilet paper thing. Oh, man. And it's empty. And it's one of those giant plastic ones, you know, that you can't really see inside yeah, of. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like careening my arm up there, reaching like maybe there's a second roll that like, it's like a fidget spinner that like, you know, comes down and. There are some. Like I've that. seen yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, I've seen those, and unfortunately, that was not the situation. So, uh. so I'm like, oh, and like that was a massive shit. Sure, so sure. I'm like, I don't even want to know what's going on down there. Right. But so for a split second, I'm like, what do I do? And right as I'm thinking, what do I do? In my mind, the bathroom door opens and someone else walks in. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, you know, maybe this is my guardian angel here. Right. And so. It's a dad with his kid, and and he goes, "Come on over here, honey." And and he's like, "Oh!" And he sees like you know that my feeder sitting right, there, right, right. and and you know I do that little like awareness cough that you do, right, like, right. <laughs> like I'm in here, you know. Yeah. And so, so they walk over towards it, and he's like, "Well, he's like, he's like, can you just use the urinal, honey?" He's like, "It's meant for little boys, but maybe you can use it. We'll try it." And I was like, "What? What's he doing? Is that his daughter?" And so, like, he, like, you know, I can't see this, but I can see his feet. Yeah. And, uh, and he sets her, like, over the urinal. Right. And then all of a sudden, just piss starts shooting all over the, the floor, like, over his feet. And he's like, whoa, whoa, honey, oh. And it's, like, just pouring down onto the tile floor of the Ruby Tuesday bathroom. And, and I was like, what the fuck is he thinking? And, and, and he's like, oh, he's like, oh, God, honey, that was a, that was a bad idea. Daddy had a bad idea. I'm sorry. That's daddy's fault. And so he's like, oh, we'll just wait. We'll just wait on our turn here. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? And so I'm like running through the options in my head. I'm like, so I can, I can just immediately start crying, which what I was leaning towards. Or I could be like, sir, can you, could you hand me, uh, you know, there's no other stalls. So I'm like, can, you know, I'm thinking, can, can he hand me some paper towels? I don't even know if they have paper towels. It might be one of those air only things. I'm like, what do I do? And, uh, and like, he's waiting on me. I'm trying to decide what to do. I'm like, maybe if I just wait long enough, he'll leave and I can like, you know, 
scurry right. over there and do this myself, even though there's no lock on the door. Right, right. And so I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, I'm just going to wipe my hand, my ass with my hand. Oh, God. <laughs> so. No. So I do no. that. I wiped my ass with my hand. No. And it no. was it was horrifying. God no! Why are you telling this story? Because this is the gore episode. Oh God! This is no gore is fake. <laughs> oh, gore is fake. This is real. Oh, it, it got real. So I used my left hand though, because I was like, no. my right hand is my drawing hand. God damn it! <clears throat> I need you to stop telling this story. And I was like, no, you need to stop telling this <laughs> no, no, story. It, it gets less gross. No, it doesn't. <laughs> so I, I, you know, flush the toilet and I walk out and I'm like, I'm like, I go, oh God, no, no, I can't, I can't, I can't. You need to stop telling this story. You <laughs> need, I am going to throw up. There's nothing else gross that happens, I swear. It doesn't matter. It's funny. It's no, funny what happens. It's not. <laughs> Just think of, like, happy thoughts. <laughs> I was happier when you weren't telling the story. <laughs> so everything's fine. Like, everything's normal now. I'm just, like, at the sink, you know. And the guy walks over and he gives me this look, like, and he reaches over and gets a paper towel. <laughs> <laughs> like he's pissed at me for using the last of the toilet paper, which I didn't use the last of the toilet paper. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so that was Wednesday. <laughs> But yeah, somehow I made it 40 years without wiping my own ass with my hand. <laughs> I didn't think I'd ever do that. <laughs> oh, but it's over now. It's fine. Everything's good. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Didn't you high five me? Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> what would you have done? Because I'm like, I don't know if I did the right thing. You know what I would have done? I would have texted my wife and said, tell the manager that there needs to be toilet paper in the bathroom. <laughs> That's the smart. That's the smart path. <laughs> I felt like I was, like, cornered. When the guy was in there said, Hey, guy, could you get somebody bring toilet paper in here? Well, he was already having his own situation. I'm a little sure. <laughs> we were all in there just in a bad situation. It was like reservoir dogs. There's just, like, a small room full of people with lots of liquid. Like, I've... I remember being, like, very little and being in, a, like, a Burger King bathroom and, like, there not being any toilet paper and, like, you know, I was, like, four, so no cell phones existed. Well, yeah. Uh, but, like, 
old enough to know that I shouldn't just run out, like, with a shitty ass naked in a Burger King. (laughs) Right. And, like, not knowing what to do. Uh, but luckily, like, like, somebody came in and, like, I was like, hey, there's no toilet paper in here, can you help me? (laughs) And, like, they got somebody who brought toilet paper and, like, handed it in underneath the the stall. That's good. Yeah. Um, and then, like, even, like, recently, like, I was somewhere where, like, I just had to take a shit. And, like, you know, I just went for it and then noticed that there was no toilet paper in there. And I was just like, oh, fuck, you know, what am I going to do? And this is one where it, like, it is, like, a lockable, you know, one-person-only bathroom. Right. Uh, And also, luckily, for me, in that situation, was, like, in the back of the restaurant, so, like, nobody was, like, around. Right. And so I darted the fuck out of there and went to the women's restroom and wiped my ass in there. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) All these things are better options than what I did. Yes. But I was, I'm proud of myself for thinking in the moment and just whatever. You should not be. My my gut. That was the worst option. I went with my gut, though. I didn't question myself. I I stayed true to my path. Oh, you should have questioned telling this story. <laughs> this, like, we only have five listeners, but this is recorded. Yeah, oh, that's fine. <laughs> Somebody else will hear this. I don't mind. Did you immediately tell your wife? I waited, so after dinner... <laughs> after we finished our lovely dinner, I went home and I was like, Honey, I'm going to take a shower now. And she was like, Oh, okay. So I went over and had a shower. And when I got out of the shower, I said, now that I'm all cleaned up, I have a story for you, honey. <laughs> and I, I told her immediately after, after so my shower. you were aware enough that this is not a story she wanted to hear <laughs> immediately. You're right. Well, not while I'm still possibly smeared in shit a little bit, you know. Because I don't know if you know, but a hand is <laughs> okay. <laughs> not, as, not as great as paper. Oh, God damn it. But, Why? I asked you to stop. <laughs> uh, but I will be back at that Ruby Tuesday because there's salad bar. I'm, but I now know to check check first. And I think I'll do that from now on forever. You know you say that, but you 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 just won't. Yeah. Like like you you probably like the next couple times you walk into right. a public restroom, you absolutely will. Yeah. But then after a while you're just it's one of those things we just safely assume is gonna be there right yeah <laughs> and, and you take and, it for granted and in a situation where like it's an emergency like you're not gonna stop and check first maybe i'll at least carry a rubber glove from now on <laughs> like a little latex glove or at least some wet wipes <laughs> yeah like one of those kfc yeah wet napkins. Yeah, exactly yeah oh, good lord man yeah it wasn't you know shiniest moment like like wasn't it just like a few minutes ago where you were bragging about you being in your 40s now? Yeah. This is not a braggable <laughs> 40s moment. <laughs> but I made it 40 years without doing that. I mean, I'm sure I did it when I was like one. You know. But yeah. Oh, God. Palette cleanser, please. <laughs> Anything um, else? I just finished reading uh, my first Sherlock Holmes novel. Okay. Um... Hound of the Baskervilles? Yeah, Hound of the Baskervilles. You mentioned yeah. it last time. Yeah, it was really good. 
Um, I will probably read some more Sherlock Holmes because his nutty madcap adventures are are entertaining. It's good. <laughs> when I said nutty just there, were you? Yeah, I thought thought that was probably. <clears throat> Didn't mean to take you back to that. Sorry. Right. How about you? <laughs> well, I have not shit myself uh, in the last two <laughs> weeks or so. And that's good. You get a gold star. <laughs> but just don't get a gold star chili or then you will shit yourself. <laughs> uh, no worries about that. Uh, um, uh, just watch stuff. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. pretty much it. Like, I don't have anything going on. <laughs> oh. I mean, you know, I'm going to start therapy as of next week. Because, because of this fucking start. story you just told me. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you'll have something to talk about now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, well... I guess I could pick a comic for us to read. Yes, I don't know. <clears throat> I kind of don't care about anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm curious to see if you'll even want to read this book. Uh, all right. I, okay, you know what? I did watch a movie today that I wouldn't mind uh, oh, yeah? mentioning real quick. Yeah. Um, it was on Netflix. It's been on my, my Netflix list for, like, years at this point. It came out, like, like eight years ago. Uh, starring uh, David Hyde Pierce uh, of, of uh, Niles Frazier. from Frasier yeah. Frame. Um, essentially sort of playing uh, Niles uh, of sorts, just a really refined, you know, sort of ambiguously, you know, sexuality type of, of, of uh, Ponce type character. It's called uh, The Perfect Host. Uh, basically, it's about a guy who robs a bank. Uh, gets injured in the process, and he's on the run, and he winds up at this rich guy's house to to sort of figure out what to do, and then it turns out that the rich guy is kind of a psycho, and oh, wow. basically kidnaps and tortures him. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, and uh, and that's a plot twist that is like readily available in the uh, the, uh, the the reading of what the movie is about, the, the trailer a, for the movie. That's not a spoiler, right? Right. Uh, and then uh, throughout the rest of the movie, there are like four or five other twists in that movie that uh, just really make you think, "Wow, this just stopped working." Oh yeah, yeah. This is like, like just, just, just <clears throat> twist after twist kept happening, like in a rapid pace, and I was just like, "Oh fuck this movie!" Yeah, like why bother? Too many twists. Yeah, just, yeah. just yeah. I like David Hyde Pierce though. He's he's good. He plays a good psycho guy. I do love bank robbing movies, but if the bank robbing scene is only like sounds like a very small portion, yeah, of the, yeah, yeah. you don't even really see what happens at all. It's yeah, it's yeah. it's definitely not a heist movie. Okay, yeah, it's not like what's that one? There's like a tornado heist movie coming out. Hurricane heist. Hurricane heist already came out. Oh, is it? Yeah. Apparently, also hurricane. Not much that big of a deal in the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you use your movie pass to see it? Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I believe it may have already been a uh, uh, how did this get made movie, like already. Oh wow! Yeah, but that looks fun. Isn't there some like decent actors in there? Or something? I have no idea. I feel like there's like somebody that we saw the trailer and we're like that person is in this movie. Uh, definitely not with me for mm -hmm. sure. I, I remember watching the trailer with you and you saying, "Oh, I'm gonna see that." Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you clearly never did. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna look it up now. Hurricane Heist. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I do have a thing for disaster movies. 
Um, I don't mind if they're shitty, but I hope for them to be good and weird and fun, but more often than not, they're just bad. Let's see. Now, I recognize names uh, listed here. Uh, you would not if I read them out loud to you. Hmm. Somebody's on it. I know somebody's on it. Somebody famous. I mean, not like Tom Hanks famous, but... Let's see. There's the dude that played Doctor Doom in the most recent Fantastic Four movie. Mm -hmm. uh, there's the chick that was on Lost for a season. There's uh, the dude from True Blood. Hmm. I don't know. There's the dude from the Dark Shadows reboot from the 1990s. Who who also played uh, Spock's dad in uh, the new Star Trek movies? Hmm. Um, and that is uh, well, there's a Jimmy Walker. I don't know if it's Jimmy JJ Walker. <laughs> um, it is not Jimmy JJ Walker. Okay. So no, there is nobody famous in this movie. Huh. Weird. Hurricane Heist. Which apparently also does not really involve a hurricane. But but it does involve a heist. Maybe. <laughs> and we can guarantee it involves terrible plots. Most likely. Yeah. Okay, I'm done talking. <laughs> um, well, if Hurricane Heist is out at the theaters, <laughs> everyone should go see it. And, uh, yeah, so comic... So, I was thinking, there's a Vertigo comic that I'd like to read. Alright. Um, it's been a while since I've read a Vertigo comic. Sure. It's been a read. while since Vertigo put out a comic. Yeah. <laughs> I, they still have some comics. Okay. Yeah, right. Deathbed came out this week. Oh, yeah, that's right. But, uh. Is it the bed that eats people? It is not, oh, unfortunately. <laughs> I know, I was hoping it was like an adaptation. <laughs> but no, okay, this is a Sean Simon Michael Allred book called Art Ops. Ooh, Vito. Vito. Yeah. Really? I don't want to read that. Why? It just looks bad. But, but Mike Allred? Yeah, I know. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> really? Yeah. Veto it. Yeah. Just straight out vetoing it. Man. No, no even question about no, it. No, I'm trying to remember. Is that your second veto this that year? This is my second veto this year. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> That's incredible. I mean, I, I still feel that my first veto was... Uh, no, wait. No, I didn't veto anything else. I almost vetoed. Uh, uh, I feel like you did veto uh, this year. I, I almost vetoed uh, Pencilhead, just because I had read it recently. But no, I feel like I feel like I feel like I had to scramble to think of another one hmm. once this year. I can't uh, remember what it was. The last thing I remember actually vetoing was uh, when you tried to pick Star-Lord, but that felt like that was like last year. Maybe that was last year. Yeah. Okay, that, that was probably late last year. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Well, that's the only one I had in mind, so I don't care. Um, you with the, uh, I've, I've got my next 17 books picked. Well, I've got a, a pile of 17 books. So I, don't, I don't have them picked in order, but, well... Okay, since so the evil Ernie omnibus <laughs> is in there, should I pick that? Um, wouldn't veto. <laughs> you wouldn't veto three hundred pages of evil Ernie. No. Nope. Okay. Um, how about 
Well, shit. Um, well, how about keeping with the Mike Allward theme? How about, um, how about we read the, uh, Superman Madman Hullabaloo? Okay. Yeah. Alright. Hi. Don't know where mine are? Yeah. Possibly buried in a place not easily available today? <laughs> okay. Is your copy easily available? I held them in my hands today. Okay, then. And they were in my box of possible picks. All right. All right. <clears throat> it was a two-issue series, three-issue series? Three, three issues. Three issues. Yeah. All right. Uh, sure. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. All right. Uh, I guess I'll have to read art ops on my own. Yep. <laughs> Just does not look like a book I would enjoy. Really? At all. Even with Mike Allred on You know what? Some things about him that I just don't want to read. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I hate it. I zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well. Well, hopefully you don't hate. And also, didn't he only, like, do layouts or something like that? Wasn't he actually, like, not really drawing that book? No, he, he drew some of them. He didn't draw okay. all of them. Right. Yeah. He, I know the only one I've read so far is the first issue, but he drew the whole first issue. Yeah. But I know he wrote Andrew. The whole blue. Yes, he did. So that's what he's best at when he's not working with another writer. See, I actually disagree. That'll be something interesting to talk about next. <laughs> so. My hey. favorite things by him are usually when he does not write them. I, I do like some of the stuff that he hasn't written, but for the most part, I disagree with that notion. Well, I need to go shit on myself. So. All right. Well, you're not doing it here. <laughs> so. Uh, oh yeah. No, I don't use your bathroom. I saw that you're stocked with toilet paper. Yeah, it's just yeah, offensive. Okay. Well, yeah. You currently don't have a bathroom at home that's operational, so I guess that's the perfect place for you to <laughs> yeah, take a right. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, we have two bathrooms, so one of them is operational. <laughs> All right. So Superman, Madman, Hullabaloo. I'll I'll need to. Figure out where the fuck those are. Otherwise, I'll, I'll come begging for them. Sure, you can borrow mine. Just make sure your wife hands them to me, not you. <laughs> I've washed my hands twice since Wednesday. Didn't you tell me that Wednesday, though, was the last time you took a shower? That's right. <laughs> it is now Sunday. But I had a shower today. Okay. Because right. our... <laughs> Let me... Let me clarify to the listener, <laughs> we're redoing our bathroom and our shower is completely useless right now. So I've had a hooker bath and then, and then today I had a, a shower at my mom's house. So. <sighs> I'm gonna question your, uh, who you're associating with. That and also I'm gonna, I've got like, like over half of a bottle of whiskey in the living room. I'm gonna, down that all and hopefully forget that Any this happened. Yep. You're like, huh, we recorded another episode. Oh, well, I'll just put it up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. All right. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.